ladies and gentlemen, this is another installment of Around the Point, live on YouTube.com. I want to thank all of you tonight for tuning in. It is February 28th, 2021. It is approximately, it's approximately right now 10.40 p.m. here on the Northeast. I believe where Dave is at in Sacramento, California. It is 7.40 p.m., I believe. That's right, spot on. Spot on, yeah, exactly. Spot the fuck on. As you already know, I am Steve. I'm here joined by my John Draper, the one, the only, all the way in Sacramento, California. Um, Dave, how you been? Um, I'm all right. Hey, I wanted to throw something out there real quick. I know um, these next couple weeks is going to be crazy because we got Revolution coming up, right? Um, yes. And then it's like Revolution, then... I think there's another event, and then the week after that, we have um, Fastlane. So it's like three straight weeks of pay-per-views. Yes. What am I missing in between Revolution? That's basically it. I mean, use Revolution this coming Sunday, by the way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This, next Sunday is Revolution. Yes. And then, then think, after that, um, I have no, I think it's Fastlane. I could it's be like wrong the very that. next week or two weeks from then. I think it's two weeks from then. I think it's March twenty something or March twelve. One or the other. Okay. Um, we'll keep we'll keep it, we'll keep everyone posted. But it's it's funny that you mentioned Vaseline right now, because yeah. I'm saying this right now to everyone. Okay, I'm saying this to everyone right now. Um, yes, there will be a contest giveaway for AEW Revolution. I'm sorry, Revolution. Okay. Mm -hmm. There will be a contest giveaway. Dave, you're chewing like a sailor right now, bro. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I got these gummies. Okay. Snacks. Okay. It, it is what it is. So, there will be a contest giveaway for Revolution. However, this time, listen, it's the first of the month. The rent's due. My car payment's due. Okay? My car payment's due. My phone bill's due. The internet bill's due. So, this time, what's going to happen is this. We're going to go live this Friday. For an episode of Around the Point, because listen, my weekend as it is, it's crazy, okay? Unless things change, I'll keep you posted. But the plan is to go live this Friday with the predictions. You know what, man? I was going to... That the is reason, the plan. That I, is brought the plan. It, I brought it now, up and now, I was now, thinking... Now, now, hear me out. Let me, let me just finish, Dave. Let me just okay. finish, okay? Right. Okay. So the plan is this. On Twitter... I am going to post a tweet. I'm going to post a tweet Thursday because I want Dynamite to at least happen first because what is it? The go-home show? Okay. On Thursday, I'm going to post a tweet. Predictions for AW Revolution. On that tweet, you will post your predictions. The first person to get everything correct will win a prize. Now, again, this time... Because I mentioned before, things are being due. There will not be a cash prize. However, if you win, what's going to happen is this. I will purchase the winner a t-shirt from Shop AEW. T-shirt. Now don't, now, don't tell me, oh, I want to get a jacket or I want to get the hoodie. No, 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 no. T-shirt. T-shirt. How much do those t-shirts normally go for? Like 25 bucks, 24 okay, bucks around fair, there. Okay, that's fair. Okay. I think that's okay. fair. 
I, I think that's fair. Enough that that is opinion. fair. That that's better than what I was gonna do. Well, or are you or are you gonna do, Dave? Um, I would suggest I like whoever wins. Then the next week's around the point. We have it uh, scheduled for a cameo to announce the winner. Because you could get a cameo for about the same price. Probably so. By the way, how is the stream coming off, by the Because it says here the stream settings is apparently is poor. Let me check. Which I don't understand how. Because I was looking at the clip notes, so I got to pull them up. Tension right now. I don't know how, but it is what it is. I mean, listen, let me know. I'm looking right now. Let me know how I'm coming off right now. Let let, let a mother flower know how I'm coming out. Uh, but, any feedback from the chat? I mean, no. I, I, hopefully, I'm coming out good. <laughs> yeah. Let me I'm watch the playback. Out. Let me watch the playback right now. Yeah, I'm pulling it up you, on my phone. I'm pulling it up on my phone, too. I'll race it to it. Uh, come on. I, um, we're good. We're good. Okay, you beat me. You beat me. me. I beat you to it. We're going good. All let me right. get that piece of shirt. Nah, man. This, right, this shirt right here. This uh-huh. is. Let me tell you something right now. This T-shirt that I'm wearing right now, this Pizza Planet T-shirt. Yes, it's <laughs> it, yeah. it's a reminiscence of Toy Story One. My I grew up on that movie. Okay, part of my childhood. This is, believe it or not, a Target exclusive. Target top of the line, pal. Okay. Let, me t- let me tell you something. Target top of the line. Okay. I used to hear like back in 2017, 2018, there were talks of making Pizza Planet an official restaurant within like Disney World. Apparently, I think it is in Disney World. Now, I don't know about land. No, nah, not land, but like okay. that should be that like that should that's a re- that should be a real thing amongst the Disney lands and worlds or whatever. It's just like that's like it's a perfect idea. And I'm pretty sure prior to that, you could get pizza at Disneyland. You know, I I would do it. Yeah. Um. So that is what's gonna that's what's gonna happen. Okay. This Thursday, I'll post a tweet. Okay. Post your okay. predictions. If but you gotta have Twitter. You gotta follow me on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. You have to like that tweet and retweet it, and then in the comments post your predictions. Um. Speaking of predictions, I'll just throw this out, like, because it's gonna happen before we before um around the point on Friday. Who you got between Shaq and Red uh, Shaq and Jade versus Cody and Red Velvet? I just forget, say, every, forget okay. everything else. That's, and I, that's and, the and I get what you're saying. Why is that even happening on the Go Home Show? Why is it not happening on the pay per view? That's my question. Why is Cody being placed in a ladder match for a championship that he already won? That is something we'll never know. Um, it is what it is. Um, Last night for me was crazy because I went out with my shorty to watch the Canelo fight. Um, so yeah, there's Wait, that. You, you were live to watch the fight? No, no, no. I didn't go live, bro. That was in front. I was, I was like, whoa, man. They were they were fighting him. Apparently, you know who was there live? Apparently, um, Andrade and Charlotte Flair. They were live in nice. at the Hard Rock. Again, they're in Florida, so it, it, apparently the fight was in Miami. They were there. Okay, it's fine. Um. I mean, listen, bro. They were in the Hard Rock, uh, the Hard Rock Stadium, dude. Where I think Miami FC plays. I could be wrong on that. I, I don't know, yeah. but bro, they don't give a fuck out there, dude. Yeah, Miami's I seen a lot, turning into the. I, yeah. I seen a lot. I seen a lot of people that were in the stadium with no masks on, just shit. Like, again, it's an outdoor venue. It makes you think what's gonna happen with WrestleMania. But anyway, listen, this is not about that. Okay, right, right. this is not about that. They're not they were about the there. Fact, 
they were there. It's awesome. Again, again, Andrade's Mexican, Canelo's Mexican. So again, it's all that fun stuff. Four. I thought the fight overall was a eh. Canelo just showed dominance. The guy he fought, whose name I forgot, did not even mm-hmm. fucking throw a punch. You know what's sad, dude? So for every boxing fight, right? They show they they, they play the national anthem before every single fight. So they the guy that Canelo fought was from Turkey, right? Oh god, yeah. And usually before every fight, they play the respective national anthem of each fighter, and then the U.S. national anthem. So again, the zone is. Relying so much on Canelo Alvarez, and I guess if you want to throw Anthony Joshua, throw Anthony Joshua in there too. Okay. Okay. So this was a pro Canelo show. Okay. So you, and it's funny because they want people to rise for the Turkish national anthem. <laughs> and mind I'm, you, I'm sorry, no, 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 I'm no, not, no, 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 no. But what, what, with the gods to me, they play just an audio. But for the Mexican one, yeah, let's bring somebody out there to perform the national anthem live. You mean to tell me you couldn't find someone who's from Turkey right. that lives in the States to sing the national anthem from Turkey? You couldn't Maybe fly some. I'm just saying, bro. That to me was like, wow, bro. The, so it's disrespectful. It and, then, and, and then you had Jay Balvin perform a concert for Canelo Alvarez. Which was like wow, and then the fight happened. Three rounds, it was over. It's like, in my opinion, like if you can't get both parties the proper introduction, you know, both parties can't get a live performance to do their national anthem, then you're better off doing two pre-recordings. You know, no, they should have. They They should have. But again, bro, you gotta understand, though, bro, for 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 the zone. It's yeah. pro. It's pro Canelo. Exactly. It's uh, that that was it, very biased. Is there an airplane in your area, bro? I, I have my window. Yeah, I have my window open. Oh. You might want to close that down, brother. Uh, uh, let me take care of that real quick. Yeah, you might want to close that down, brother. I'm just saying. Anyway, um, there's so much to get into this week. Believe it or not, uh, my week was fun working. I went back to work finally. It felt great. Um. Also, during the day or during the week, I got to listen to two of my favorite podcasters currently right now in the game. Um, so I listened to Chris Van Vliet's interview with the Solomon Monster, Jason Solomon. So you guys know me. I am a pro Solomon Monster. He's I, awesome. I love Jason Solomon. That dude is amazing. I met him twice. Awesome dude. Um arguably one of the reasons why I am doing Around the Point. And it's just so much humbling from that episode. It's like it's the ass-kicking I really needed with Around the Point. Because I'll be honest with you guys, okay? I've been slacking on a lot of shit with the podcast. I've been slacking, okay? I really, really have been. And that's been my issue again. Just, But again, listening to, to, to Solemn Monster talk with Chris Van Vliet was very mm-hmm. humbling. And if you are, again, a YouTuber or someone that wants to do podcasting, wants to do YouTubing and all that stuff, yeah, I suggest you guys give that a listen. Okay. I, so, I, need, I need to give There's that so listen. much insight, so much information, and again, just so fucking awesome. Um, do you think Ryan Garcia has a chance against Manny Pacquiao? I don't know. I don't, even, I don't even think the fight's even happening, but we'll see. Anyway, listen, dude. There's so much to get into this so week. Much. Like, so much to get into. Um, um, before we begin, 
I want to take this time to give um, our condolences to the family and friends of Josephus. Uh, you guys may know him in NWA as the question mark. Yeah. Yes. Um, real name, Joseph Hudson. He passed away from a undiagnosed um, medical issue on Wednesday. Give that it's, about a month. We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. So here's the thing. There's no information how old he really was. I want to say <sighs> he was in his, probably in his mid, early 40s or so. He leaves behind a son. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's crazy to think. You think about the couple weeks ago, Brody died. Like a month ago or so, Brody yeah, died. Yeah. Leaves his kids, like, and now here's another one, dude. Like, damn, bro. It, it, it's, 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 a, it's a sad thing. You know, like, I think the one thing that is, like, because there, I, I, I really hate talking about, like, this type of stuff. But it's like, no matter what negative situation there is, I always try to find a positive in it. And I think the the major positive from, like, for example, the passing of Brody Lee was just, like, AEW set the – they set the bar in regards to, like, handling a – A death. A, a talent or, or, like, a staff member's uh, – Passing. Like, yeah, a passing and, like, making sure that the family's taken care of. Like, like Yeah, they did. They the, did. Mere, the mere fact that, like, that kid has a, a job for life. You know, yeah. no matter if he's gonna be a character on TV or not, you know, like that. Or even, or even if, like, when he gets older, he yeah, maybe his life decisions are different. Maybe he doesn't yeah, want to yeah, pursue yeah. a wrestling career. Exactly. By you the time I mean? he's twenty, by the time he's twenty-one, he's gonna know enough about the business to, that, like, he'll know if he wants to stay Pursue. there or not. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think that's also the message too. I think that's also worth noting as well. But it's kind of crazy to think. like, And again, my Wednesday was going normal. Mm-hmm. And then Corvin, shout out to Michael Corvin, by the way, okay. um, hits me up with the DM. Like, just let me know about the information that, oh, my God, this dude died. Yeah. It's like, here's the thing about it. And again, there's been talks about the NWA. Apparently, their YouTube channel, all the videos. Are, oh, yeah, been, that's another thing that happened. Have been privated. Uh, apparently, they're coming out with new content. Every, apparently, Everything is gone. No, really? apparently, apparently, it's not gone. It's just been put in private. Okay. So there's that, um, and the, the fact that you know it's one of those things when you when I watch Power, mm-hmm. my favorite character on the show was the question mark. <laughs> um, I think it was everyone. Let's be real about it. The question mark was to Aaron Stevens what Damian Mizda was to the Miz. Fair enough. I yeah. was a big. I was a bigger. Uh, I had a few. I wasn't a regular watcher of Power, but I did have a few top talents that I was interested in. I did like um, I did like Eli Drake, uh, of course. L A Knight. Now that's his yeah. Name. Um, I did like it. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was a big fan of him. The Tim Storm. Um, I liked that story that like uh, after he lost the belt to Nick Aldis, and he was just like, if I can't win, you know, I'm not gonna challenge for it. So I yeah. thought that was cool. And then uh, um. I, I did like Aaron Stevens, aka uh, Damien uh, Damien Mitzel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I, he he was a good talent. Like overall, no matter where he was going, he knew yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, of course he knows what he's doing. So I love the question mark, and it's sad to really hear what happened to him. It's unfortunate. Um, he'll be missed. Absolutely, he'll be missed. Um, it's crazy because everyone and their mother. Uh, gave like a little tribute on Twitter. 
So mm-hmm. the wrestling world reacted to this, and everyone wrote something. So I'm going to read some tweets that people wrote that are from the wrestling world. Okay. If you will, this is what they're mm-hmm. saying. Uh, Nick Aldis, who is the current NWA world champion, wrote, Heartbroken, goodbye, my friend. I have so much more to say, but I need time with a black heart as an emoji. Matt Hardy, who, as you all know, is an AEW, wrote here, in quote, was shocked to learn uh, about the passing of Joe, uh, Josephus this morning. Worked with him in 2016 at Impact Wrestling. He was he was a very kind, he was a very kind, very creative guy. My condolences goes out to his family. Hashtag rest in peace, Joseph Hudson. James Storm writes here: This will hurt for a long time. The hard thing about the wrestling about about wrestling Josephus was trying to not laugh at the silly uh, stuff he would do. And tried to pop, and try to pop you during the match. He will be missed. Little unknown fact: he helped me with voice writing material um, for the DCC videos back in like 2015. Whenever he was doing that whole like. Oh yeah, DCC. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there like everybody that. wore the white mask. Yeah. So Elijah Burke, aka Pope D'Angelo Danell, writes here and quote. Thinking about the talks I've shared with Josephus, a.k.a. the question mark, over our short period of times working together at NWA, I will always find I always found him to be upbeat, positive, and gentle, and oddly funny. Really gonna miss him. His smile, prayer to his family. Pope has spoken. Um, Drake Maverick writes here. Um, saddened about the passing of Josephus. He was a total gentleman. Thoughts are with his close friends and family. Impact Wrestling even wrote here, uh, we are deeply saddened to learn the passing of Josephus, Josephus, H- Joseph Hudson, Joseph, Josephus, Joseph, Josephus Hudson. We offer our sincerest condolences to his friends and family. Um, Aaron P- Adam Pierce writes here, Godspeed, Joseph, Josephus Hudson. Rest well, sir. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Stevens writes here, the world is a better place because you are in it. Life is kind. Life is kind of like life is kind of like wrestling. It's the moments that count. We shared them in the ring, in and out of the ring. I love you, brother. Uh the blue mini reds here. Really bummed out to learn of the passing of Josephus, aka the question mark. Joe was a good dude. I was fortunate to have a great conversation with him at the last WrestleCade. May he rest in peace. So sad. Rebel writes here, rest in power, Josephus. You were one of the sweetest supportive guys. I'll remember you this way. As you guys don't remember, um, in season one of Dark Side of the Ring, he portrayed Bruiser Brody. Fun. Oh, wow. And season one of, so if you remember, so if you ever watched Dark Side of the Ring, <sighs> which we'll get into just a sec here, um, He so in Dark Side of the Ring, so whenever they did like the whole reenactments of like certain moments, right? Yeah, he was Bruiser Brody for the Bruiser episode, for the Brody episode, basically. So there's that. Um, there's more here, by the way. Marty Bell writes, You're very sad to hear about the passing of Josephus. I met him years ago before we worked together at NWA. He always had a smile on his face and will always, and it was always so funny, fun to be around. My condolences to his family, especially his little boy. He will be forever remembered. Uh, karate, uh, Mr. Pectacular, um, Mr. Pectacular, right here, Jesse Goddard, for in case you guys don't know, 
just learned about the news about Josephus, aka the question mark from NWA. He was an amazing, kind, and considerate man, and I will miss him greatly. My deepest heartfelt condolences to his family and friends. May he rest in peace. Um, and the last, the last one here is Ma, uh, Mariah Diaz Gomez. I am heartbroken to find out about the passing of Josephus, our beloved question mark. He was in. Um, he was an incredible person, a huge sweetheart, and a pleasure to be around. Best wishes to his friends, family, and fans. May he rest in peace. His legacy will live on forever. So a lot of people were affected by it. And again, it's one of those things. It's sad to hear. Um, I, it's one of the you think about it too. Um, what's the world I'm looking here right now? Like, it's one of those things also. Where you think about what's happened this year with the pandemic and mm-hmm. some of these characters that have gone on to, you know, it makes you worry if, if like that played like, a role. Not even that, but I think it's one of those things where you look at the guys that are that were in the NWA before the pandemic, right, hit and all that stuff, and uh-huh. where they've went, right. And then here's him, who's a talent that got over in that audience, right, and people that watch yeah. that show, and it's sad to see someone like him. Didn't get the chance to go to let's say even an AEW. Yeah, because like, w- like within like the past couple of months, the roster g- g- got like that. They they got robbed basically. Like they were down to eleven talents oh, all together. Exactly. Like the roster for NWA only had eleven people, and That's he was cool. of the eleven people. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that too. So again, our condolences for the people here at around the point. Um. Mm-hmm. And Godspeed. Godspeed, man. So let's move the topic here a little bit. I'm reading the comments here as well. Silver Surf Rice. Yo, Steven, thanks for that recipe. My girl loved the, the food. <laughs> and we had such a good time, if you know what I mean. Hopefully, your Valentine's uh, Silver Surfer was a good one, if you know what I mean. That was a good dish. I did Some, that somewhere out there, Ghetto Heel Steven has to be proud of you, if you will. So, um, Dave. Yeah, what's up? So, this week. I've seen a lot of triggered wrestling fans, dude. About what? There was a lot of stuff that happened. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but uh, the Wrestling Observer uh, oh. awards came out. Yeah. Here's the thing about it. Listen, I've learned a long time ago these awards aren't handed by Dave Meltzer or Brian uh, Alvarez. Oh. These are fan voted, if you will. So the listeners, really? uh, the no, the listeners of the Observer, a vote on these categories. That's that explains a lot. So basically, a lot of people who are very biased of those two guys' opinions. You can say that. Fair enough. Because well, I mean, like, by I, the I way, saw I'm drinking a Kickstarter. Drink? I'm drinking a Kickstarter. By the way, yeah. uh, blue blueberry pomegranate. Mind you, I'm a game fuel guy, and my job ran out of game fuel, and I was not about to drive over to Wawa to get some. So, we got a Kickstarter today, which is already gone. Anyway, so, the awards came out like two days ago or so, and yes, I posted a tweet with a laughing emoji, like, ha-ha, because to me, it's hilarious what everyone's reaction is. So, here's the thing. I'm go- we're going to talk about these categories, okay? If you will. We're going to talk about these yeah. awards, all right? So these were the 2020 Wrestling Observer Awards. And if you want to break them down, we'll talk about them, okay? Wrestler of the Year, 
John Moxley. Listen, he's had some good matches. Say what you want about him. And again, it's only a matter of an opinion. He's had some good matches. I'll give him that. 2020 was better than, than like the, yeah. But I'll say him. this, though. His world title matches, his the, the finish of his title matches as AEW champion, to me, were uneventful. In my mm-hmm. opinion. The only one, his only title defense that really that I really give a fuck about, like the finish, was uh, Eddie Kingston. He put him to sleep. Yeah, that's the only one that I. Plus that the build of that one was good. It's like Eddie Kingston, like it's weird because it's just like he always like he really gives off the vibe like he, like he he gives off this attitude and vibe like he doesn't have a lot left in him, and it's just like every every opportunity that he has. Kind of feels like the last one. Yeah, yeah. you know. So you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So female wrestler of the year, Bailey. I understand that one. Hey, she was yeah. the longest reigning SmackDown champion. Tag Probably. team of the year, the Young Bucks. Bias. I mean, hey, man, this is the the fan base. Yeah. Uh, most outstanding wrestler of the year, Kenny Omega. I guess. <laughs> most improved wrestler of the year, Britt Baker. Most underrated wrestler of the year, Ricochet. Most overrated wrestler of the year, Bray Wyatt. Rookie of the year, Pat McAfee. Does that even count? I mean, he's had a Does good that, year. Dude, dude, okay, okay. I'm gonna okay, say this. who if would you that, put if that count if that counts, then for 2021, watch that award go to Bad Bunny. Nah, I doubt it. What he's gonna have? Because you got because you got to understand because you got to because you got to understand the listeners of the Wrestling Observer do not give a shit about Bad Bunny. Yeah, I know, but you understand what I'm saying? Like it's a he's like Pat McAfee matches were like one offs. But, yeah, but, but, but they're impressive as fuck though. You wouldn't think someone. Dude, yeah, for- no, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like very impressive. I'm just simple. Like I'm being sarcastic here. What I'm saying is like I wouldn't be surprised if it. Because like you put like he's not a regular active wrestler. Yes, he pulled off some amazing stuff, being able to do like to be in war games and shit. Yeah, you know. But it's just like I, it's like I put him in the same category as like the celebrity wing, you know, of 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 the Hall of Fame or whatever, you know. And it's just like him. It's going to be a completely different level of performance. But it's just like technically yeah. right now, Bad Bunny's a rookie. He's a rookie, and he's gonna have fair, his debut match enough. at Mania. Fair enough. So let's continue going with this. All right. Okay. Best non-wrestler of the year: Taz. High flyer of the year: Ray Phoenix. Technical wrestler of the year: Zack Saber Jr. Most charismatic wrestler of the year: MJF. Move of the year: Kenny Omega's One Winged Angel. It was protected. I'll give him that. Yeah. Feud of the year. Feud of the year. John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. I'll take it. I, uh, take it. I guess so. If, if yeah. you got to go off of the Observer, and that's going to be heavenly, like heavily AEW based, I'll take that. Okay. I, I, worst yeah, feud yeah. of the year. Worst feud of the year. Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. No. No. The worst. This is per the Observer, the worst. Feud of the year, dude. Dude, Britt Baker and Big Swole was worse than that shit. Yeah, it was. Britt Baker and Big Swole was worse than this. Uh, match of the year: Kenny Omega and Hangman Page 
versus the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Titles at Revolution. Okay. I would have said, honestly, for me, mm-hmm. Walter versus Ilya Dragunov from Take from Thank NCUK. you. That Thank was to be the match. You know it's a match. You know a match is good when WWE record does post a video on their YouTube channel with everyone reacting to the match. Yeah, just saying. Um, worst match of the year: Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman in Wyatt Swamp Fight. Uh, again, Big Swole versus uh, Britt Baker in the doc, doc, in the d- dentist's yeah. office. Yeah, that happened best, last year. Best weekly show of the year: Dynamite. Mind you, in this category, also nominated was mm-hmm. Being the Elite and AEW Dark. Okay, that's not fair. That's not fair. I agree with you on that. To me, if we're gonna count week like weekly web episodes, mm-hmm. then you might as well put in NWA Power before the pandemic happened. But yep. it is what it is. Um, worst weekly show of the year: Monday Night Raw. Couldn't agree. Like, couldn't agree more. <sighs> uh, promoter of the year. Tony Khan. I'll agree. I'll agree, yes, to some extent, but it is what it is. Best promotion of the year, AEW. Worst promotion of the year, WWE. Keep this in mind. This is an award normally won by New Japan. Right. Keep that in mind. Best promotion normally won by New Japan. No, I'm this year. Worst promotion of the year, WWE. No. Okay, so who's I, it for you? Um, worst would be Impact. I wouldn't. I would disagree so we're on talking that. Tw- we're, t- we're strictly talking twenty twenty. It's got to be Impact because like. And, and I, I, no, 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 no. And only reason, only reason I say this. Um, think about the 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 adapting that both companies, AEW and WWE, did with everything that was going on in 2020 with the pandemic and it's like that that's one reason i'm actually surprised he didn't add on like um uh an award for cinematic matches you know he just threw them in worst and best and stuff but it's just like but it, uh, thing, I, I felt impact had a good year though and again this come from someone that watched the show here and there like i watched this past i, I watched impact last tuesday i'll get into it also in, uh, during the show Cause there's a lot to cover about that, also, if you will. Yeah, but the draw to watch Impact didn't happen until the working relationship with AEW. Yeah, but even that, like, I feel like the wrestling here and there has always been good. But we'll continue. You Let's wouldn't continue. know. You wouldn't know unless you were a regular watcher. Let's continue with this, okay? Okay. Um, best major show of the year: AEW Revolution. Uh, Surprised it ain't okay. The Royal Rumble. 2020 was amazing. Yeah, but again, you know, it is what I'm, it is. Yeah, okay. Uh, worst major show of the year, WWE Super Showdown, Sweet Saudi Money. Yeah. Gimmick of the year, Orange Cassidy. Worst gimmick of the year, The Fiend. Best announcer of the year, Excalibur. Get the fuck out of here. Um... When yeah. did when did NXT get uh, um get Bad News Bear back? I would say like summertime almost. I'm just saying he did, he he does an amazing job. Yeah, I guess so. But they gave it to Excalibur. I know. I I want to laugh, but it is what it is. 
worst announcer of the year, Michael Cole. Oh, Cole. Have they have they not seen Tom Phillips? But it is what it is. Um, most disgusting promotional tactic of the year: WWE firing <sighs> employees during a pandemic where they were uh, setting profit records. I'm to I'm be not... fair. To be fair, in this category as well was. Mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara versus Matt Hardy, where AEW, where the bump happened, right? Where yeah. Matt Hardy fall, fell off the top of the fucking scaffold, landed ahead of first, and Ooh, AEW yeah. allowed the match to continue. So it's in this category too. Is it, uh, was uh, in, um was in, in, the, in, in that category? Did they have uh, WWE's treatment of uh, Thea Trinidad? Uh, no. I guess that, you put that would have. I guess you put that in this. I I guess you put that during this category of firing employee during a pandemic. Okay. Uh, to be fair, if I can pick another one, and I'm not trying to be a dick when I say this. Okay. GCW, Game Changer Wrestling, for holding a collective show in Indianapolis oh, in, yeah. in October. In October, and this is like a weekend of full of events where people ended up catching COVID. Yeah. Just I remember saying. hearing about that. So yeah, so for all the talks of WWE and these empty shows, just, just <laughs> saying. But you know, it is what it is. Okay. Best on interviews, Eddie Kingston. Best documentary of the year, Dark Side of the Ring. That I can agree with. And listen, what? Oh wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, because something else dropped um, during the like they did chapter. What was that? Uh, the Last Ride that dropped in 2020. I know, I know. But I know. Are you officially retired from going to WrestleMania? I don't know, bro. I have no idea. It's up in the air right now. Maybe next year or so. But right now, I'm watching Mania from home. But anyway, here's the thing about this, okay? And I want people to understand this. This is what all this has in common. It's a matter of an opinion. And you won't believe how many people on Twitter I've seen get so upset about this shit. Every single year, people get upset about this. Mm-hmm. It's an opinion. It's a fucking and now mind you, voted yes, opinion, but it's voted a, by the, the listeners of the observer. This is not a Dave Meltzer choosing. This is not a Brian Alvarez choosing. Again, listen, I am not someone that subscribed to the observer. I'm not. Right. But okay? that, that, that's the whole thing. I, it's being it's being voted I, on basically I, by everybody who drinks their, their Kool-Aid. I got friends, uh fellow mm-hmm. podcasters that I, I'm cool with. That are subscribed to the Observer, and that's fine. It is what it is. I think the message is, th- is simple. Okay, we're not always going to agree. Fair we're not enough. always going to agree on everything. At the end of the fucking day, but you got to respect their opinion. End of the day, I'll give you this example. Okay, and keep this in mind. All right, all these podcasters, all these journalists. For example, Sean Ross Sapp. And again, I don't like to talk about this person because he has to be blocked on Twitter. Okay. Okay? For shit that happened years ago. Okay? And again, maybe you will... And again, I, I said the story... I've told the story before, but I'll say it again anyway. So, this was back in like 2019. And I guess mm-hmm. someone posted on Twitter. Um, a friend of mine, her, her name is Valena, right? Her, her name is Valena. She posted on Twitter about Brian Satin... Sean Ross app. And again, I was stoned when I, nine times out of ten when I go on Twitter and I reply to shit, I'm stoned. Okay. <laughs> so I posted like, yo, they're both dorks to me. 
And again, this was at a time where I was just throwing out the word dork. Now, mind you, again, those that know me and those that listen to the show, when I throw the word dork, you know I say it with love. I don't mean it in a negative way. Okay? They didn't know that. They didn't know at the time, but yeah. So, mind you, it's Mother's Day. I'm just minding my business. And he hits me up with a DM. And by the way, Sean Rossap is the owner of Fightful.com, by the way. And he hits me up. Oh, so what's this? You don't, you know, you follow me, but you're calling me a dork. And I had to explain to him what's going on. And then we got into this whole Twitter exchange back and oh. forth where he thought I was cloud chasing. And no, that's not the case at all, bro. Listen, oh. I am humble. Listen, I am humble with what I have. I'm humble about it, okay? I'm humble as shit. Um, all you people that are tuned in right now, I thank you guys for making this possible. I'm humble as shit. But again, at, at that time, and it, keep this in mind, I haven't mentioned him since, and he has me blocked. And that's fine. That's just cho- that, that's just choosing. But again, I wish to do nothing but success. I, I really, really do. I mean that. It's, but but the bottom line is, we're not always going to agree with shit. And that's the problem. I think a lot of people just want to be right all the fucking time. Yeah, that, that that's exactly what the they problem. want that validation. Like, are, are, there's they have it cemented on their head that I'm right. You're to wrong. the degree that they, yeah, I'm right, you're wrong. Not and but they keep forgetting everybody. Not everybody's gonna think like you, you know. So, so. absolutely, that's that's the problem too. I think people don't seem to understand that. Uh, and, speaking of speaking of Twitter, real quick, I just wanted to throw this out there. I guess one of the number one things trending right now is Trump twenty twenty four. Apparently he is. Yeah, um, we'll see what happens. I I doubt it. Listen, I don't want. I don't really want to get into that. I just want. To I don't want to get that. into it, but I don't want to get into it either. But hey, man, I, will he even be alive by then? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, listen. Uh, I don't know, but listen. Um, there's a lot, and again, it's just how we take shit is our reaction to things. And yeah. listen, I've seen some podcasts. I've seen some YouTubers uh, react silly to shit for no reason whatsoever. I'll give you this example, okay? Um. Uh, and again, by no means am I throwing shade or I'm being disrespectful, okay? I'm just voicing my opinion on something, okay? I feel okay. like I have the platform to do so, okay? And I mean this with respect. So mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, JD from NY, right? JD from New York. Uh, yeah. I listened to a show, the host of Off The Script, good guy. I met him before, all right? Um, he has his new intro on his channel. This new intro and shit. And one thing that he does, and I do it too, Whenever we go live, we'll play a music, right? Like early today, the beginning of the stream, I was playing some, um, I, I was playing this. You won't be able to hear it because, again, for whatever reason, on this Mac desktop, I'm not able to have that whole connection where you can listen to what I'm playing right now. But if you go on the playback, I was playing this, right? In the playback. I was, I was bumping to this, right? If you will, right? Yeah. This, I was playing this in the background, okay? And usually we'll do that. To get the stream started, we'll play music and I have in the bottom stream start stream starts, you know, shortly standby, right? Mm-hmm. And usually this will go like 20 minutes or so or 15 minutes, but in that time frame, we're getting our shit ready. We're getting our shit ready. And I guess some guy commented, like, oh, you know, this isn't fair. We've got to wait 20 minutes for this. What have you, right? And one thing about JD that he does, and I noticed this about him, he will 
react to shit real quick, especially the troll accounts, where he will go, oh, what kind of an asshole are you? You don't even have, like, enough followers to even respond to me. Who the fuck do you think you are? But that's the thing about it. Like, bruh, we should not oh. let the small things get to you. And again, I'm not, and by, and by no means am I calling, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not. I'm just voicing my opinion at the end of the day. You got you got every right to do that. That um I this morning I I found a quote on Twitter that John Cena he posted and it was something about a waste of time. And um I'm trying to pull it up but basically he was just saying like every let them have their moment. Um like let them let them have their moment. Uh don't like uh, don't waste your time uh, feeding into that because that's exactly what it is. A waste of time. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I agree with you on that 100%. So that was the thing. Again, we're not always going to agree. We're oh, There's going to be moments where we'll disagree on shit. Doesn't mean yeah. I hate you for it. Doesn't mean I think you're a bad person for it. Like, there's right. times out of 10 that me, Dave, or Chase, or Mike, or even Walter, whenever he's on, we don't always agree on shit. You know how Us- many people? You know how many people disagree with my opinion about the Dark Order? You know how many people think I'm a fuck, and it's just like because because I state my opinion, I'm a fucking asshole for it. But you know what? It doesn't mean I hate anybody. It's like, yo, that's your opinion. That like, what's going on with the Dark Order is wonderful. You know, it's wonderful that they're baby faces now and everything. I personally am of the belief of after Brody Lee's passing, it's like. Not sooner or later, like by the end of the year, they need to disband. That's my personal opinion. That's that's how it's been ever since he passed, you know. But it's just like I'm just using that as an example. Like anytime I post about that, I get nothing but heat. I get nothing but but like mass hysteria of like, dude, you're an asshole. You're heartless. This is and this, and it's like, dude, like people say that to me, and it's like I'm just like, okay. Like I, I don't hate nobody for it, you know. Exactly, and it's yeah. like, why, why, why should I? That's my opinion. I'm yeah. entitled to it. And if you're gonna sit here and say that is the best thing in the world for that, like, like what they're doing now is amazing, and they're saints and everything, because Tony Khan books them, you know, the way they do as comedy. Writer, like, okay, like that's what they're doing. That's your opinion to support it. This is my opinion to oppose it. But I don't hate you for it. And yeah. anybody who takes their time to be like, you know what, your opinion is wrong. You're an asshole. You're a jerk. I just hit my headphones uh, making a statement. You know, you know, like stuff like that. If you're, if you got it, if you got it in you to not just state your opinion, but then in turn like put down someone else for having an opposing opinion you're wasting your time you know so it's like i don't i don't like that people do that facts 100 percent on that 100 percent right. um anyway let's move on because there's again we there's so much to get into this week um, um so let's talk about so I did watch on literally last night as I, as I came back home from work. I mm-hmm. saw Kenta versus John Moxley. How was that? It happened Cause... finally. It happened. Moxley right. versus Kenta officially <laughs> happened uh, for the IWGP US title. A mm-hmm. uh, fun little fact: the match was it was done in the LA Dojo. Okay. It was taped. Believe it or not, it was taped um, back in December. So they had this shit in the can for a while. 
They literally had that match in the can for a while. Keep this in mind. Kenta at Wrestle Kingdom wrestled defending his briefcase against Satoshi Kojima. Oh, for, man. Even though the match with Moxie already happened. Yeah, like, like dude, imagine imagine if someone would have got a hurt building up to that shit. But it already happened, uh, though. Like, Mox, no, like, I know. Like, like, Kenta, be... like, Kenta went to AEW, <clears throat> and the match already happened. I if get, you... The only way that could really work, this is just me logically speaking, the only way that could... They had to record more than one finish. They had to. And the only reason I say that is because Wrestle Kingdom wasn't recorded before this. And you never know down the line. Someone could have. Imagine if, if if Moxley was injured, like like if he would have got injured a week before said match, like a legit injury where he would have had to vacate it. I guess, but that's what happened though. So I thought the match overall for me, for I thought it was a good match. Um, okay. For again, I think crazy. Uh, my only wish, I think, is the obvious. That this was front, one. that this was in front of a crowd in oh, okay. Japan, whether it be Korokin Hall, whether it be uh, Rio Goko Sumo Hall, what have you. Not even Tokyo Dome at this point in juncture, right? But in one of these like crowds in Japan, that's mm-hmm. my only wish. Granted, we're in a pandemic, so even in Japan, there wouldn't be any like noise. They'd be just clapping and shit. But even that, I'll take. But I thought overall it was a fun little match. It didn't really go long. It's like a like what 15 minute like 14 minute match almost yeah. where they wrestled in an empty dojo they were no piped in noise uh you had Kevin Kelly Rocky Romero and Alexander Kozlov do commentary. Oh, those are the two guys from the Forever Hooligans. Yeah, I did the commentary for this shit. Um, okay. and here's the thing about it I thought the commentary was okay for uh-huh. what it was worth. Uh, there's a moment where Moxley's laying on a table and Kenta does an elbow drop from the top rope onto the outside, then does a stomp for a near fall. Um, the ending of the match, you have Kenta on his knees, flipping off Moxley, just screaming, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Okay. Or where's okay. Moxley? Where this whole time, right? Leading up to this mm-hmm. match is anticipated, right? Yeah. And Moxley hits not one but two paradigm shit. I'm sorry, uh, Blade uh, Runners. Oh uh, yeah, the Blade Runner. That's Blade the Runner. lifted one. But it, again, in, in New Japan, that's what they call the finisher, the Blade Runner. Yeah. Right. In in, in AEW, it's the paradigm shift. Now, what shocked me, and I'm pretty sure everyone else, that John Moxley got the win. Yeah, that's um, that, John that, that, that's got the win. I I understand the popularity of that of that choice, you know. Um, for and I understand like wanting to keep a working relationship between the the North American audience and New Japan, you know, doing an expansion, especially. Uh, you know what? I think I understand why they went with that decision, especially with what just got announced today. Yeah, so that's uh, what happened. So, so yeah. So, what? well, yeah. here's the thing about it. Okay, we'll get into it all. We'll get into it also in a bit. Okay. So, there is that. 
Moxley wins, and I also keep this in mind too. When you have John Moxley show up to AEW with the U.S. title, and uh-huh. they're acknowledging this match, mind you, this coming sun, this Sunday coming up or next Sunday, what have you, right? Oh yeah, he's gonna have the he's having that barbed wire match for the exploding AEW title. barbed wire. Yes. So if you're new, so, so if you're AEW, yeah, have the match, but you better make sure this guy comes out strong. Uh, so there's that. Now it's funny because one. apparently Tanahashi did an interview in Japan. Uh huh. He talks about an interest in getting a shot at that title. Once Moxley Ooh. comes back, once Moxley is able to come into Japan and all that stuff, or like maybe who knows? Maybe now that New Japan AEW has this working relationship, mm-hmm. and again, there's talks about hospitalization. And positivity rate of COVID going down, and hopefully real soon everything gets open again. Yeah, there's a possibility that maybe it'll happen in, in the U.S. soil. Who knows, really? But I thought the match for what it was worth, it was a pretty good match. Now, mind you, um, they fought in an empty dojo. There was no piped in noise. You heard everything, all the shots, all that. You heard it. Um, so there was that, if you will. Now I did hear the news that apparently they're going to be merging both the IWGP did it. Intercontinental title. Yeah, they're doing it at the next show. It's going to be Kota Ibushi versus uh, El Desperado going at it. I guess it's for all but Marvel, so we'll see what happens. No, with no, that. no. It's already announced that like uh, it happened. No, no, like, no. It, so like, like the the two titles have yeah, but uh, now... yeah, yes, but the next this Thursday it's the anniversary show. In New Japan. So every anniversary show, the IWGP world champion always Mm -hmm. goes at it with the IWGP junior heavyweight champion. So in this case, it's gonna be uh Ken it's gonna be Kota Ibushi versus El Desperado. El Desperado, who recently won the title last night at the NJPW Castle Attack show. Who's um which which faction is El Desperado? He's from uh, Suzuki Goon. Okay. So there's that. I mean, it should be a fun match. There's talks of all the title being online, so we'll see about that also. Anyway, let's move on real quick. Let's move on. So, oh, I, I did want to say real quick, um, because we're talking the merging of the titles, and it's the last day of February, uh, last day of Black History Month. A uh, big shout out to MVP, the first uh, IWGP Intercontinental Champion. There you go. Anyway, let's move on. Erica, I want to get some rapid fire, and I want to be out of here. Let's do it before I get. I want to get that ninety-minute mark. We're almost mm-hmm. at. We're at an hour mark now, so let's try to get this. Try to knock this shit out the best of us. <clears> okay. okay. So, All right. let's, let's look at it here. So, let me go back mm-hmm. to the menu here. Let me go back to the menu, <laughs> if you will. Here, um, uh, what? Here we go. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. God damn mm-hmm. it! Here, I'm looking. Here, here, I got the list. I have the list. Here. I have the list here. So let's. So apparently, this coming Monday on Raw, it's going to be Bobby Lashley versus The Miz for the WWE title. I am excited about that, but they're I'm overhyping ha- it. I'm happy they're for old. it. Listen, they're- I think Bobby deserves the opportunity. Okay. Yeah. I think Bobby deserves the opportunity. Uh, do I think Bobby wins it this no. Monday? No. I think and, it's it's a coincidence because it's a coincidence because Drew is yeah, showing up on Twitter. He's showing up on a Monday. Yeah, so he'll be there. Pissed he's off. Be there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're saying. He's gonna uh, he's, he's pissed, gonna arrive furious. Uh, pissed off, Drew McIntyre. He's gonna confront. He's gonna confront the Miz. Confront Bobby. 
And I would not then, be surprised if, if Drew cost Bobby the match. Yeah, that's what's happening. Now, let's be honest here. Miz is not going into WrestleMania as WWE champion. It's not happening. But they're still fast lane. But they still have fast lane. I think I fa- and I said this already on Twitter. I'm going to say it here again. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think, to me, the match you do at Mania is mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley. Versus Drew McIntyre one on one. Now, there's a lot of people that are saying that it should be Bobby's moment, and I agree to that. I agree to that 100. percent Okay, I think Bobby deserves to be WWE champion, no doubt about it. 100. percent The way he's been booked has been fucking amazing. Okay, most definitely. That being um, said, I believe this. I believe. On night one of WrestleMania, the main event is going to be, and we'll get into the main events later on. When we yeah, talk about Beyond. Yeah, we'll talk about. We'll get into that later on. Okay. Okay. So, to me, the main event of night one should be Drew versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE title as Lashley as W going in as WWE champion. going in as champion. Okay, that makes that sense. should that should be your main event of night one. It's just a matter of when he wins it. Like, when should he win it? Should it be tomorrow? But at the end of the day, though, but here's the thing. Goes into night one, and Drew gets the belt back. And I know it's very unpopular. I know it's like, why are we giving Bobby the short run? Hear me out. Listen, I think in this whole process, Drew became the forgotten champion. It's a good champion. Don't get me wrong. It's just unfortunate what happened, you know, with um, the pandemic and the situation. You know, it's unfortunate. Okay. You know. However, I do feel like if you're WWE, you mm-hmm. want to give Drew his moment that he did not have at 36. And there will be people live. There'll be people there. He's gonna have that entrance finally. Mm-hmm. So if you're WWE. There's two ways you can go about this. You can have him, let him have his WrestleMania moment with the entrance, right? The thing yeah. getting a shot, the title in front of a crowd where he wins or he loses. <sighs> it, it's tough because it's just like, I, I, I agree with you on that one. Either way, that like, I think Lashley, I want to see Lashley with that belt rather walking in or out of Mania as champion. And and like that, that's real for me. The thing about Drew, because he does deserve the moment, and I, I know like we we are gonna have somewhat of a real crowd in attendance for Mania. He does deserve the moment for being the the champion during the pandemic when there was no crowd. Um, yes, but like I think his big moment is gonna be another year from now, and the reason I say that. Is because um, the Cowboy Stadium. No, it's not just that. It's not just that. Um, I'm just thinking credibility wise. I, I don't see anybody beating Roman Reigns except for Drew McIntyre. Maybe so, but the, again, I think with Roman, you want you want it to you want to establish somebody, whoever beats him. And I, I feel, and I said yeah. this before. To me, Drew's already had been established. Yeah, right? he won the title. He beat Brock. Yeah. Right, he, he beat, beat Brock. Yeah, he beat he's the clean. guy. Yeah, he beat he's the clean. guy who beat Brock during yes, the the mania that most people don't want to remember now. 
Exactly. But put it this way. WrestleMania 36, night one and night two is the new WrestleMania 11. You just don't talk about it. The, 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 no, the only things that are going to be worth remembering are the two center matter matches. That's yes. it. Like, like yeah. if you don't remember the, the, the Boneyard match and the Funhouse, the Firefly Funhouse match, like, you're tripping. Like, those two were the most fun out of all however many combined hours. Like, that's, that, that's I, all I, I guess can really so. say. Agree in the comments here. Yeah. Why does anyone else care? This is from Mike this is from Corvin, by the way. Why does anyone mm-hmm. else care about Melcher Shetty based rewards? We've known for years that what Dave and his fan base uh, like. So why is any of this WON awards shit a surprise to people? Because it is just the reaction of people is priceless at times. Anyway, let's move on. From, so back to this whole thing, though. Again, I think yeah. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you do Drew and Bobby. Uh-huh. Miz is not going to be involved in the title picture. I'll be shocked if he is. Um, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked I, if he I, is. I, w- I don't want to see too many like multi-person. I don't either. I don't either. Matches. But I, but I think you do Drew and Bobby mm-hmm. at WrestleMania, and I, I'm just it's yeah. one of those two outcomes. One of those two outcomes that happen. But I, Lashley's moment for, needs to happen though as well. For, uh, in regards to tomorrow. Miz is still gonna walk out with yeah. shit, with the belt by disqualification I, or some shit. Like yeah, that. I think by by disqualification, he's losing it at Fastlane. That's that's my opinion, and the reason I say that, um, Miz is a better promotional person for the company, and yeah. there, the Fastlane is gonna be the first Peacock based um, pay per view. Well, apparently, it's gonna be both on Peacock and the WWE. Yeah, Network. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be on both, and then Mania will be exclusive to Peacock. Yeah. So, so there's, but so there's it's that just also. Like, yeah, so, uh, so it, it's a corporate move. <laughs> exactly. Uh, moving on here as well. So WWE recently announced the latest uh, Performance Center's class. Yes. I'm happy uh, about this. So this is like the biggest class that they've, re- they've announced, right? Mm-hmm. So this is what they said on the website. The largest class of recruits in WWE history as reported for training at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. The group also includes the most female recruits of any class ever at 10. Mm-hmm. The class brings a variety of backgrounds to the training facility and includes second-generation talent, independent wrestling standouts, and recruits with experience in a range of sports. So the first person here is Bronson uh, Rechsteiner. The son of yeah. former WCW and WWE Tag Team Champion Rick Steiner comes from... Um, Comes to the WWE from the gridiron at six feet tall and 230 pounds. He is an All American running back at Kansas State University. So the son of Rick Steiner, basically. He's going to do good. I hope he does for everyone's sake. Um, the next one here is Kira Magan Foster for a Frooster, also known to wrestling fans as Taya Valkyrie, is an oh, 11 yeah. year veteran of the Square Circle, a class classically trained. Bellarina, uh, Bellarina, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ballerina. Yeah. Uh, Froster learned wrestling under the Landstorm, uh, under Landstorm before breaking out in Mexico for the AAA promotion. She also competed around the world since. Sean Riker, who recently debuted on NXT television as LA Knight, is a former NWA television champion and has competed against Drew McIntyre, John Morrison, and Jeff Hardy. Angela Arnold trained at the squared circle trained for the squared circle 
under WWE Hall of Famer Booker T competing as AQA. She's impressed in action for Booker T's reality uh, wrestling. wrestling promotion as well as Shimmer. Okay. Here's one they've been mentioning on Twitter throughout the last couple of weeks. Parker Bordeaux. I'm sure you've seen the photos, bro. Oh, the Brock boy. The Brock boy, yes. He looks exactly like Brock Lesnar. All I'm saying, bro, give that dude. Let it, let this Baby dude pass. Brock. I want to see this guy pass three drug tests, bro. Anyway, anyway, anyway. You know what? I'm going to laugh so hard if he flops. Only because... I don't want to see him flop. But I'm going to laugh hard because it's just like... Do you remember like the early 2000s? Like like SmackDown and like... like There were so many meaty guys. Yeah. Anyway. Like, so, <laughs> like trying to replace Brock. So this is what they're saying. Of Winter Garden, Florida. Sands six foot four, Weighed 300 pounds. The big man was an offensive lineman for the University of Central Florida and has caught the eye of Paul Heyman on social media. Anthony Henry is a standout competitor from Evolve Wrestling and has competed on WWE Network. He has been in the ring with superstars like the Street Profits, the current NXT Tag Team Champions, Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch, Nash Carter of MSK, and Roderick Strong. Chance Barrow, better known to fans as Harlem Bravado, familiar name is a veteran of the of the independent scene the north carolina native has found success as a singles and tag team competitor uh, it made his way to japan to compete for pro wrestling noah teresa serrano competed at now competing as zoe stark debuted on NXT for nxt in the first ever women dusty dusty rose tag team classic her i will talk about her later Intense in-ring style has made her a standout for the black and gold brand in short order. Chris Bringham a, is a Massachusetts native with a six-year of experience in the ring under the name Christian Casanova. I've heard about that. I've heard about him. I've heard about. Ugh, I've heard about him before. Okay. Priscilla Kelly, now known, uh. <laughs> now going by Gigi Dolan. Competed in the 2018 Mayan Classic and returned to WWE for the first time ever, uh, for the first time for the first ever women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic NXT. She's also the ex-wife of Trevor, aka Darby Allen. Um, she is also the Tampon Girl, in case you guys don't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drew Casper is the brother of Jacob Casper, who joined the WWE PC in October 2020. Uh, the 285-pounder was the two-time All-American heavyweight uh, wrestler for Orbiton University and was all, was the number one seeded wrestler in the NCAA Division Three tournament before it was canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brianna Coda, also known as Coda Jade, is a 19-year-old Illinois native. She's only 19 years old. Holy shit, dude. Well, Paige was like 18 or 19 working. Who's been, who's been competing in the ring since 2018 and debuted for NXT in the Women's Dusty Rotation Classic. Wow. Yeah. Christian Hubel is a former college cheerleader. Who has broken out on the independent scene in recent months? The Tennessee native made a name for himself under the name Blake Christian 
in promotions such as Pro Wrestling Guerrilla and Game Changer Wrestling. He's also wrestled on Impact Wrestling, um, wrestling against um, Lee, was it um, uh, Trey Miguel? No, no, it's yeah. Austin and Trey Miguel. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So familiar name, good for him. Um, there Matt, was. What? Go ahead. Matrick uh, Belton played Division One football for the University of South Carolina and has uh, attended training camps for the NFL Philadelphia Eagles. He has prepared for the rigors rigorous uh rigors of the ring by training at the combat zone wrestling academy in new jersey cameron clay has been competing in the ring for four years under the name uh cameron um brain and has been in the ring with the likes of nxt shotzi blackheart joe Ariola. Is a 25-year-old amateur wrestler from Oak Park, Illinois, an undefeated state champion and national champion in high school. Uh, Ariola wrestled for the University of Buffalo in college, qualifying for the NCAA tournament in 2016. Taylor Grotto, Taylor Grotto, a Clearwater of Clearwater Beach, Florida, competed as Avery Taylor for promotions like Evolve and Shine. And is the last one. Carissa Rivera of New Jersey has made a name for herself on the independent wrestling scene for promotions like a uh, new and women's wrestling revolution. Um, so out of these, out of these announced talents, um, one thing that's kind of interesting, but I mean, it, it's typical WWE, um, Taya getting signed drew a few heads on Twitter. A lot of it was uh, praise and congratulations, like from people like Conan, people from TNA, I mean, Impact, um, and so on and so on. But, like, I know I saw a tweet from uh, a few people, including Gail Kim, basically like, oh, so, like, you can only credit her for, like, like, wrestling around the world when she's a former champion. You know why, dude? And this is WWE's being petty in a way. So I don't know if you noticed, but because technically that's the same thing that they're no, doing no. with LA Knight. He's a no. former world you, champion. But you know why they're doing it though? Because why? Impact Wrestling now has a working relationship with AEW. AEW and AEW for WWE is enemy number one. Okay. <laughs> Even though they don't want to admit it, but it yeah, is. Yeah, they don't. They don't want to admit it, and that's that's fine. That's fine. I, fine. I get it. But it's they should they should at least acknowledge the fact that um Italia is a Lorena La, uh, what what is it the um La Reina the Reina's champion. I mean they acknowledge yeah. her career in AAA. So there's that. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what do you want to say before we continue? Other than forward? other than that, like maybe maybe we could research this for next week, um because this is gonna become a regular thing also over the next couple years or whatever, um. The Rhodes Academy is going to be the, that's basically the the power plant for for AEW. That's the performance like, center. Yeah, that's the performance center. So it's like they have their first class, and so like maybe we need to research like what names they have. Uh, maybe down the road we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah down the road. I was I was just so, thinking about that while we were doing this. So speaking of AEW, I think it's best that we mention this now because why okay. the fuck not? Um, well, it's Paul. It's Paul White. 
Well, it's the big show on the big, big show. Yeah. So it's funny because this literally uh, um, that was Monday, right? This was literally like. This was like a. What's the word? Wake up Monday morning start week. Yeah, this was like that. Um, that wake up on Wednesday of all fucking things, bro. I wake up to this. I wake up to this news, bro. So. It's funny because I'm on Twitter. I'm just minding my fucking business, bro. I'm on Twitter just chilling and shit, and the next thing I see from Tony Khan. Talking about Paul White being all elite. And I'm like, what? Now, listen, we hear stories in the past of wrestlers being lifers, right? For certain companies, right? Yeah. And you would feel like someone like Big Show. Paul White is a lifer. You would think so, right? Yeah, man. Over 20 years. Yes. (laughs) Over 20 years of multiple face and heel turns like left and right. And he has left WWE to join AEW. Now, he's signing to AEW on a, multi, on a multi-year deal to serve as a commentator for a show that's going to be airing, I think, on Mondays called AEW yeah. Dark, Revolu- Dark uh, Evolution. Can, can we just say, it, like, the AKA Dark Knight 1? Because by itself, Dark is like... Three so hours or something. What this is going to serve as a show, I think, for the Performance Center or their take on the Rhodes Academy and I guess talent that we have not seen. Now, listen, I think it's great that Paul White was able to get this deal out for by He's going to wrestle. Yeah, he is. That's that's fine. He's gonna. I think it's a coincidence that he's going to show up this Wednesday. On the uh, same episode where Shaquille yeah. O'Neal is gonna debut, I think that's coincidence. Now, had they wait, had they waited as a surprise, that would have been big for them. Mm-hmm. Now that they announced it, it's like okay, I, I know what's happening. Now I'll just bring it out. But had they milked this shit, they would have been talking. So there's that. I mean, listen, I think overall him going there. Uh, good on him. I'm not gonna shit on it. I'm, I'm not. Um, but there's that. I mean, listen, he's he signed a deal with AEW. He's happy to be there. Apparently, um, what else can I say about this, bro? Uh, it, it, it's just like even talents within WWE were shocked. Like nobody really saw it coming, and it's just like now there's news coming out that like the Legends Night thing that happened. Like his little confrontation with Randy Orton, he was unhappy with how that played out, and so like that could have played an effect. Maybe so. Like, yeah, there's talk about that. About that, so it's like I don't know how how much of that is true. I know that like th- that he had his own like ventures outside the company. You know, he did the big big show on Netflix. You know, that lasted for a little while. Um, I don't know if maybe he did this. Because out of, spite, of, out of like, no, the no, 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 no. I think maybe it might have had to do with like, because WWE is now cracking down. Like, you'll get fined for for any affiliation outside of like what they want you to be affiliated with. Like, if you 
you can't you can't do certain interviews anymore. You can't do this and that. Like like I like and that was earlier this week. Was it last, this past week or the week before they announced like the suspension fine system? A while. I think it was a while ago. No, but, but I, I think it's one of those things right now where. Maybe that played a big factor in this whole thing. Yeah, but again, I'm not. I, I know and he's on, and he's on a legends deal. He was on a legends deal, anyways. But it's just yeah. like now, I, listen. I, I don't, uh, you know, again, I would hope if you if you're AEW, mm-hmm. you use him to expand his knowledge to the young talent that are there. Uh, I agree. That's, that will be the I, I, that I, I hope. That will be the I hope they do that, but a part of me says they're not going to do that. If but, you will. Uh, okay, let me just throw this out there. Okay, so so far with all the older names that they've had prior to Paul White, um, who, 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 yeah, like Sting, Taz, Cody, Jake the Snake, not Cody, Jericho. Um, no, people who are basically not wrestling. Uh, okay, Vicky Guerrero, Vicky Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, look who they're pairing them up with. Okay, I, like just going off of what we have so far. Um, who would you? I'm not saying every every non wrestling talent has to be paired with someone, but if if he's gonna be legal, if he's gonna be kind of like the advice guy, um, on screen for someone, who would you want him paired with? Or like to be and to be like a mentor to. Mm. Good question. That's a really good question. I got oh. I got one, and a lot of people will be like, "What the fuck?" But I I got a good one. Let me guess. Will Hobbs, powerhouse. No, Hobbs. no, because he's good. I, I like Will Hobbs with Team Taz. J.K. Luchasaurus. I guess I, so. I, 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 I'm I'm saying like if, if they if they get serious with um with Jurassic Express because I mean they they kind of really do get serious at times when they push uh, um when they push Jungle Boy. But if they wanted to get serious with Luchasaurus, like I could see him like like in his corner for one match or something like that, you know. But I, I think his thing is more so a backstage thing that we see. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, but again, good for him. Uh, we'll yeah. see what happens. I know he's going to be doing Did commentary. You, yeah, speaking of signings with WWE, I know it's not fully announced. It wasn't announced on the website. Did you hear? Um, Davy Boy Smith Jr. He uh, finished up his uh, his previous deal and MLW. MLW wants to go back. We'll see. I mean, I'm not sure if it's gonna happen or not. I mean, I it'd be cool, but mm. we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, what else? We, we what else we got here on the menu here? Um, we're just, we're trying, we're trying to get some rapid fire here. God damn it! If you uh, will, let's see. NXT. Here. So I did watch the Santos Escobar versus Karrion Cross match. I oh, thought, man, if that's all I, you watched, you missed some shit. I, and I and I saw the ending of the Adam Cole, and um, I saw that it, all night long. All night long, they played up. Um, tre- uh, why do I want to call him Trevor Lee? Uh, um, Cameron Grimes. Cameron they, Grimes. All, all night long, they played up Cameron Grimes. And like, okay, so I'll just sum it up real quick. He had a tablet, and yeah. he was out. He had, so you saw it then. Apparently, he was watching Teddy Biasi. He made a little kid dribble basketball, and he right. paused the video. Then he offered some random schmuck like five hundred dollars. No, a thousand. Dri- he kept he kept offering people a thousand dollars to dribble I, the ball. 
a thousand, and they did, but he didn't watch the entire video. But like, that, that was going on the whole night. Like they did yes. this like three, four times. It was just freaking hilarious. And then the last time he let one guy dribble the ball once and then he knocked him out. But then he just threw the money at him anyways. And I'm just like, but the thing that was funny about it is that the whole time he's like, Ted DiBiase, you're not going to get one over on me. And so I'm starting to wonder, like, are are they really going to put the million dollar championship on this fool? I don't think they are, dude. I think there's some cool things about nostalgia, yes, but I don't think we're gonna go all out on that. I mean, some I people. Hope they, I want to see them use that Josiah theme song for as his entrance. I want. Them to oh, the that. the kiss my grits. Yeah, <laughs> there there are some people who are um that like it's on Twitter. It goes around. He's getting the nickname GameStop Grimes. Yeah, I know they can't say that, but I love that. Yeah. So let's let's get this out. So I did watch Santos Escobar versus Karrion Cross. Yeah. I thought that it was a. I, I like that they started off in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. It started off as a street fight, right? Cross, uh, Santos Escobar. I'm sorry, Mister Santos, as he would refer to him as, right? Yeah. Uh, came out out of the parking lot. Um, it's like this whole time you had Cross fighting from the bottom, mm-hmm. trying to you know fight not only. Um, Santos Escobar, but also Legado de Fantasma and Joaquin Wilde and um, yeah, three. It was a three on one. All and uh, who the other Raul Mendoza? I keep butchering yeah. the dude's name. I don't know why. Um, DJC and... What I what I did like though, and this is just me. Mm-hmm. There's just detail sometimes, right? Yeah. I loved how Santos Escobar was picking on the body part, like in this case, the like the shoulder. Of carrying cross throughout yeah, the match. Yeah, because he did the he used the truck thing and it landed yeah. down on it. Now yeah. I'm pretty sure in the past they've worked together in Mexico. I want to believe that they have. So dude, they they, they they both they both they, worked Lucha Underground together. Yeah, I know that too. Yeah, but these White guys Bunny. again. Yeah, so these guys just gel together amazingly. Um, um, but what, what I liked also about this is hey, here's Santos Escobar, who's mm-hmm. a cruiserweight champion. Getting out of that realm. That's a, that's of, a good side, of, side of, of the cruiserweight division, because you know for a fact someone like him mm-hmm. is worthy of more than just being titled the cruiserweight champion. Yeah. Um, going back, a few other things that happened on NXT noteworthy. Um, Dexter Loomis put uh, Johnny Gargano to sleep. He lit, like like cleanly did it. He he did this choke slam uh, like sleeper triangle combination. Choke. Yeah, like yeah, the, the triangle choke combo. The, and the, he just like he he legit put the champ to sleep in a non-title match. Uh, Indy Hartwell apparently has a crush on Dexter, Dexter Lumens and Beth Phoenix uh, said hashtag index. So who There's knows that. if that's gonna be. Thing, but another thing that there was the tag match between Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. I saw versus, that. Versus, um, I saw that. You there, Dave? This, uh, Grizzled Young. That's what happened after the tag stage. Yeah, I'm here. You're cutting off a little I'm bit. Here. Say that uh, again. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now, but to say that again, because you were cutting off a little bit. There. Okay, uh, okay. What, what I, um, what I really liked was, was what happened after the match backstage. And um, Alexander Wolf showed up, and he looked at him, and he was like, "Dude, like you used to be a monster." And Alexander Wolf's with Imperium, but 
but he was reminding them of their days together in um what was um sanity insanity and so like i'm thinking that that's a seed that uh killing dean's gonna turn heel again maybe so like like go solo maybe so i mean we'll see what happens with that um what i did also see was the um the ending adam cole explanation and to me it just came up it just came out like something that you would see in ring of honor yeah, it was very. And again, oh, I'm not saying it was I bad. Like, I got news about that too. It's like you knew what was gonna happen. You knew it was coming. You knew uh-huh. they were gonna do it, right? Adam Cole came out and he played off like you know he is very sorry for what happened, right? Roddy came out with bad acting, in my opinion, mm-hmm. just just shitty acting, and he's one explanation. Um, Bobby he even made the save for him. Yeah. Al came, Al came, Finn Balor. They started brawling, what have you, and they take him out. Um, but this whole thing of again, just Adam Cole feeling bad for what happened. He feels bad. <laughs> that was bullshit. He was they, pissed he, off. He, he calls Roddy his brother. They embrace, and then boom, the low blow happened. He referred right. to him as stupid. Rip um, the chain. Rip the chain. Everything. Um. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, you break up the undisputed era. Adam Cole is a heel, but my thing is now what's going to happen once this is over with? <laughs> think about Cole. it. And here's the thing about it: they did this to boost, to try to boost a rating. Yeah, and and they lost. The- they lost. They lost to AEW again. I'm not surprised. <sighs> so now, what do you do? Yeah, that's this, my uh... question. That is my question now. Now, what the fuck do you do? Because like, it, like, was it like, like, was it really worth? Was it really worth a rating to break up one of your factions? The, the, yeah, you know the universe is weird. If I'll say this, if Bobby Lashley wins the WWE Championship tomorrow, then like, there, there's your balance of the universe. The undisputed era had to had to be broken up for Bobby Lashley to become champion. I don't know about that. I, I mean, I, I don't know, but um, I think this is like, like from a story perspective, he turned on his crew because he he really stepped in and was like, you know what, it, it's it's Kyle's time to shine, but he couldn't get the job done, and it's just like, like as the leader of the group for so long, and like under under Adam Cole, the the group is successful. But then the moment he gives someone else a chance at the soul, at the main belt, they fail, and they keep failing. It's just like they're the, that's the only thing I can think of in regards to frustration as to why doing the breakup politically. I don't like the only it, it sucks because you would think that would have been a perfect group to call up together. Yes, 100%. it really would have. But, but uh, um, other than that, uh, let's see. Uh, on Monday, okay, um, they're they're doing the teaser. Rhea Ripley's going to Raw. Yeah, they're doing a teaser. Uh, I mean, so I, I want to say she need. I guess her and Charlotte or her and Oscar. Possibly a triple threat. Probably so. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Cause we're about to be done. Yeah, you, know, you meant you mentioned uh, ROH. Um, 
They signed EC3. He, yeah, he's, he finally signed. They couldn't get him uh, la- earlier because of, he had COVID. COVID. Yeah, he did, yeah. So that's why the match final battle did not happen with him and uh, Jay Briscoe. Jay Briscoe. Which, yeah. I mean, good for him. I mean, again, I'll say, and again, I haven't been watching Ring of Honor, but I have people I don't that either. Have, I don't people that do. I mean, no, no, no. If that match would have happened, I would have watched it. And I, and I, hear me out, hear me out. Yeah. There's people that I know that have, that that are watching Ring of Honor right now as we speak, and they're telling me, "Yo, out of this pandemic, they've been doing a lot of good stuff." Really? So it's worth noting. Again, I haven't watched Ring of Honor in years. Keep that in mm-hmm. mind. And that's to be big on Ring of Honor. I used to be like, "Oh my god," if you will. But it is what it is. Um, moving on here because we're about to be done with this real soon. Oh, there's a lawsuit against Ring of Honor. I, yeah, Kelly Klein. Uh, apparently, yeah. she's followed this whole entire thing. And then my thing is this. Didn't Kelly Klein... I, I know she was married to B.J. Whitmer. Mm-hmm. She was married to B.J. Whitmer. Um, didn't she have an affair with Joy Mercury or something like that? Or I don't know. I don't I remember that. that. I, I just know that in regards to this lawsuit, there's so Jay much... Lethal's name is coming up again. Yeah, there's that too. I mean... Why? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, and whatever. Anyway, um, um, eh, whatever in that sense. But it's like, okay, we'll see what happens as weeks lead on and all that stuff with this lawsuit. Um, mm-hmm. so let's get into SmackDown real quick. Um, so I did watch SmackDown. Apollo, okay. bruh. Apollo Cruz's new gimmick, yo. Is that I get he's it. like now the Nigerian nightmare now almost like he's like this Nigerian. <laughs> you know what? That, I like that. I like. That. I love Nigerian it. Nightmare. I think it's. I, you need to think of Badio. This is the most he'll do thus far on the roster. And good that on doesn't him. get him the Intercontinental Championship. If that I don't does know not we're... give him the ice title going into WrestleMania, because I want to believe, or, listen, or at least to win listen, it at Mania. And I, listen, I want to believe that WrestleMania is going to be Apollo and Big E. Or maybe you do it through with Shinsuke Nakamura. But then again, he beat Nakamura. What I love, though, he comes out, he talks about how he's a real African-American. Right? How his grandfather was royalty in Nigeria. He had five five wives. I love how they mention a Nigerian king with five wives on a PG product in WWE. You love to see it. Good on you, WWE. Promoting... Promoting a uh, fucking multiple m- multiple marriages by one guy. I mean, that's the culture. That's what the do culture, you call? Though. What's the word for that, though? What's the word for that? Um, shit. No, I gotta multiple, multiple marriages. Fuck. There's multiple marriages. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Arranged marriages. I don't know. I love that. Good. Good on you guys, bro. Good on you guys. Um, let's see where this goes. I think it's, I, 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 thus far I, I like just, it. I just love the part where he's just like, and that's going to be a regular thing. I know it. Like my grandfather would say, and then he goes into the Nigerian yeah, think, accent. <laughs> yeah, awesome, bro. Uh, I think that's great. Good for him. Oh, um, listen, I want to see him. Listen, I think it's also coincident that Coming to America two came out. I think it was on Amazon. Oh, oh, it already came out. I think so. It's been out, but I think there's been mentioning about it now on Amazon. It's on okay. Amazon Prime though. I don't have Prime. Like, so the moment it's out, I'm gonna see it. So there's that too. Um, um, also on this episode of SmackDown, um, let's see. Well, what else happened on the show? Uh, the big guy, obviously, um, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. They she finally, made her choice. She made her choice. She's facing Sasha Banks. I mean, this whole thing happened too. Reginald came out. Uh, okay, and... can we talk about that for a minute, please? Here's the thing. Reginald. I, I love Reginald. 
I do too. I think he is probably the beneficiary in this whole thing. In yeah. this whole like Carmella, the the, the what, he, he quote, Som- it, it, Somalia, yeah, I, I think yeah. like he's gonna get more but old than Kamikaze. Carmella. Kamikaze or whatever his name is, he's like the, the Som- Somalia. He's a Somalia. He's got the he's got the hots for Sasha Banks. He does. Who doesn't? Come on, bro. I mean, unless you're Sammy Guevara, but that's another story for another day. Um, right, right. um, but I think that he's awesome. He's hilarious. Um, uh, that yeah. being said, um, what I think is gonna happen though is because Carmelo's still being involved in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah, through, and I, through I, I, Reginald. I've through been Reginald. talking about it on Twitter. I've been talking about it on so Twitter, and people what I, so are like, "You're evil." <laughs> what I see happening is likely at Fastlane, we're gonna get Sasha versus Carmella no. for the title. Because why would think? Why would Carmella hand get, offer her position? It's already in. It's a given. Uh, and, I, I, and, I'll, and I'll be honest, I would much rather listen. I would much rather see Bianca, my bad, Sasha versus Carmella, uh huh, than them doing the three way where Sasha and Bianca got, are gonna get physical in the ring. I want to save them getting physical in the ring, and I know that sounds so wrong right now, me saying that at mm-hmm. WrestleMania. The first time these two women touch should be at WrestleMania. The first time what, they lock Sasha up, and Bianca? Should, yes, at WrestleMania. No, no, most definitely. The only reason like there's even a thought of a three way is to protect them both. But let's both get. Faces. But let's get they one. Don't, thing, I don't think they want to turn them heel. I think one of them should. But let's get one thing fucking. They clear. should. Let's get one thing fucking clear right now, though. And I see a lot of you, a lot of you fuckers on social media, on Twitter, talking about how this needs to main event night one of WrestleMania. Listen. Thank you. Yeah, calm like the fuck down. Do. All of you fuckers, down. all you hashtag activists out there, let me play this for you right now. Congratulations. You've been worked. <laughs> yes. You all been worked. Listen. Oh, calm well, by the, the way, fuck. I really think that should be the like that that should be the quote title of Tomatonga's podcast. Like how he portrays that shit. That is completely you are being worked, bro. Anybody exactly. like I listen to that shit. Listen, okay, but back to, but let's bring it back, <laughs> yeah. okay? Anyway, let's bring it back. Yeah. Let's bring it back. Calm the fuck down. Yes, it's a match that's going to be awesome. No doubt about it. But can we and please listen? Chill out with this I get idea. Why they say that, though. and I get I it get because oh say. my god, it's for the culture. It's no, no, no. But it's not that. It's because it's the Royal Rumble match. Like, like the Royal Rumble earns you a main event match. And, and no, now there's not two even that. No, no, you know what it is, bro? The fact that there's two African American women fussing for a championship or WrestleMania. Right, right, right. That's why and everyone I, I, I and that's it. and that's yeah, why that's, everyone's that's a jump. Everything. That's why everyone now is jumping on the hashtag activism movement now. Yeah. Listen, again, I think that's why once, I was getting hate for the listen, Carmella comment. Listen, again, I think, and I'm saying this again, Bianca and, and Sasha are gonna have an, an amazing match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. 100%. But this is not main event. This is not a main event caliber match. Don't let these dorks fool you. Don't let them trick you into bullshit. If it does, more I'm power not, to it. As a matter of I'm going to take this clip and post it on YouTube as well. Okay. On the channel. But this is not a WrestleMania worthy of a fucking match. 
It's not. The last and, and uh and listen, Dave, and, and spare me this talk because they've already done that before. The you, the women already and again, this is nothing against women's wrestling either. It has nothing to do. No, with it's it. not. It's just I like could, in comparison to everything else that they'll have on the card. Like no, this could be. Listen, this is a headline match. I'll give you that. But this is not fucking WrestleMania main event worthy. You know the vibe already. To me, both the WWE title and the Universal title should main event respective nights. And most likely, there's going to be a cinematic match. Likely, it feels up to me. You do night one dedicated to the Raw brand, and night two dedicated to SmackDown. Fair and enough. In between, yeah. you put NXT. In between, you put an NXT match if you want. Oh, that but, was the other thing. Finn Balor, he 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 thought about that. He um, to, in an article, in an interview, to, he wants so, to defend the belt at Mania. So, for, but again, everyone that I've been seeing on Twitter talking about how this needs to main event WrestleMania, and I even see some of the dudes say this shit. You guys are cringe. You fuckers are cringe <sighs> as shit. Bloody. May I recommend you guys listen? I know that we're in this pandemic right now. I understand a lot of you are afraid to leave your houses right now. May I recommend you guys go on a little drive in your car, pull down the pull the window down a little bit. Get some fresh air. Yeah. I, but this I was, is not WrestleMania main uh, event worthy, bro. It's not. I get it's it. A, These are two beautiful women. Yes, they're both African-American, you know. And it just so happened this happened at the very end of Black History Month. So it's like a lot of coincidences, you know. Um, and, you know the, and, you, and you know the sad part about it is, bro? The sad part about what, it? You're going to see people on Twitter... Get on their hashtag. Get, get under hashtag activism mode, and yeah. get at WWE to make make this main event the show. And it's not gonna. It's not gonna work. No, okay? it's not gonna work. Man. Like, and for that to have worked, like there would have had to been like, like, like Bianca and Sasha both separately would have had to be on fire to the degree of Becky Lynch, like throughout twenty twenty. Like they would have had to been the hottest thing the company has, and that's not the case. Facts. It, it, it's not, man. It's it's not the case. They're both good talents. You know, I honestly think that fast lane we're gonna get Bianca versus Carmella, not Sasha. I think it's gonna. I think I think Bianca's gonna put her title shot on the on the line. I don't know if she'll win. I don't know if she'll lose. But that's that's my thoughts. Um, but. In reg- in regards to it, they're both good talents, but they're not drawing as main events right now. I don't I don't see that now. So there's that too. Anyway, um, let's move on. Let, let's move on real quick here. What happened um, after? Yes. So oh, wait, wait. There's the main event. The main event. Um, yes. What are you gonna say? What happened after? What are you gonna it, say? It was, it was uh, um no 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 because like it's in relation to what happened with the main event. So, um, we had Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso, where, but keep this in mind, uh, they already announced Bryan and Roman at Fastlane, so we're just getting this match, to my understanding, or was it like, the if Bryan wins, he gets his match at Fastlane? Uh, Okay, okay, so originally on SmackDown, if he won, because that's how they opened up SmackDown, he he, he made the challenge to uh, Roman. And Jay attacked him to open up the show. And so, like, Adam Pierce made it official. Like, yo, like, because, like, the original plan that they were saying throughout the show was it was going to be Brian and Edge 
versus Roman and Jay, uh, that would have been the match. I would have been okay with that for Fastlane. But Daniel Bryan, like, manned up. It was like, no, man, I want, like, you know, I, like, like, had you waited until, like, if you were the real champion that you were, and you're supposed to be a main eventer, then, like, you would have you would have waited to have the, the title match and as the main event uh, in Elimination Chamber. Solid point. But, uh, um, so it's like, Adam Pearce was like, if you win against Jey Uso, you got the match. And it went to a, it went to a no contest because they both got ca- uh, ca- double count out. Yeah. Um, so there's that, too. So... Yeah, Brian with the double count out. And I guess on Talking Smack, there was like a, like a whole thing with Paul Heyman and Brian where yeah. I guess Brian referenced CM Punk and talked about how he's going to remind Roman that he is the real best wrestler on the way. And again, something that he was called even when he was on, like, on the independent yeah. side. Yeah, I mean, even I think, before. I, listen, it's cool. It's awesome. I, th- I didn't think it's, it's kind of crazy to think that they're going back to the same event. Uh, mm-hmm. six years later, they're back at the scene of the yeah. crime, Fastlane, Roman and Brian again. Now this time, mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. roles are now, I guess, reversed in a way. Um, well, not really, because okay, they're so... both baby faces at the time. Now Roman's the heel, yeah. Brian's the face. People want to see as Brian, I guess, have his moment, right? But it's not gonna happen. Let's be real about right, this. Right. And I know, so... and I know there's people that want to see Brian and Edge for. That's fine too. But it's I'm not okay going to be that. for the championship. It's, I'm okay nah, with that nah, too. Nah, nah. Um. So next. So basically, on talking smack, a few things happen. One, they like Roman, like through text message, told Paul Heyman to tell Brian that he'll get a. He offered him a rematch for this coming Friday. So this coming Friday, it'll be Jay versus uh, Brian. If Brian wins, he's in for Fastlane again. But if he loses. Then he has to admit to Roman that basically what he always wants everybody to know. I'm the head of the table. I'm I'm, I'm your tribal chief and stuff like that. And Brian's like, I'll take that. And I'll even shake his hand if I lose that, this match. But he wound up it and he said, this match has to be in a steel cage match. So Jay versus Brian is going to be in a steel cage. And if he wins, then he goes to fast lane. But the interesting thing that I liked was he opened that set, that segment of Talking Smack kind of taking a shot at both Edge and Roman. And he said, in combination, these two, the two guys set to main event WrestleMania right now have only wrestled three matches this year. And I'm like, it made me think for a minute. I was like, fuck. Like, that's some... Deep shit. That's some deep fucked up shit. Because, like, don't no disrespect to Edge. No disrespect to Edge. I, it was a feel-good moment for when he came back in 2020. It was a feel-good moment when he won the Royal Rumble at number one. But look at what Daniel Bryan's done since he came back. Like, this dude came back from career-ending shit, you know. Um, just and like then Edge. he wrestled. Yeah, just like Edge. But he wrestled regularly, like, every week. And, like, that was the point that he was trying to make. Is like, he's a regular. He's a regular. And, like, we have a part-timer. And then we have... Brock Lesnar done right. That's what our story is. And like some people were defending this because I posted about this on Solo Monsters page, stating that, like, well, Roman's there every week and he only wrestles on pay-per-views. But it's like, isn't that what you would have wanted from Brock Lesnar to wrestle on every pay-per-view and still show up? 
it's like if he he comes off it's like we have two people who are either are or are portraying kind of like a part-timer role and it's like even if edge wins then we still have that that's the problem like it makes me want daniel bryan in this mania match because I he's the only know. he. It, 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 I mean, like I know it's not going to happen, but it makes me want it because he's the guy who's going to be there weekly. I guess so, but we all know Roman's winning. No, he's going to win. Yeah, what at Mania or or Mania. against Dan- Mania? Yeah, at Mania, he's going all the way. I think. That's why I said what I said about Drew McIntyre. I don't see anybody beating Roman right now. Edge Mania. maybe, Edge maybe, and then. Re- but he would Edge has to cheat. Like I listened to the Elimination Chamber review that uh, um, Wrestling Soup did. Shout out to those guys. And Missionary said a very interesting point. Since Edge came back, he hasn't been the ultimate opportunist, don't you think? He, he's just been well. It's Edge, and he's just been wrestling. No, it's more like Edge. You know, I I, I guess is now like yeah, you know, it's like okay. How do I put this? It's Edge. Mm-hmm. It's sober edge, almost. <laughs> it's edge in name value alone. Edge, edge, fresh out of rehab. Okay. Whereas, like, like, yeah, you know, now he regrets for some of the mistakes that he's done. It's now okay. okay. You know, how, you know what it is. About it's edge coming to Jesus, basically. It's born again <laughs> Christian edge. Oh, it's born man, again that Christian. Sucks. That sucks. That's like that's like. Ric Flair, like, rest, trying to wrestle a clean match, but he's known as the dirtiest player in the game, man. Like, yeah. Also on SmackDown, I know I mentioned this earlier, but um, Seth Rollins and Cesaro had a little segment. Um, yeah. I find it that, funny where Ces- Rollins like, I can make you a star. You are a star. But my Cesaro came out wearing, like, Wrangler jeans. Mm-hmm. Like, lay back. Like, yeah, bro. He's a star wearing Wrangler jeans. Okay, brother. Mm. Okay. And then he swung him around and shit. I love how he swung him around and, and Rollins had the microphone in his hand. <laughs> for the Until the second spin, he drops yeah. the bike and then his jacket comes off and shit. I thought that was pretty good. I like that fast we're getting edged and star, which I'm all with. Well, I don't know your shit. I, with that. I, want the, I don't want that at Fastlane. I want that at Mania. Like that that should be a mania it, match. It, it could lead to it, it it could lead to mania. It, it could. Um also on I guess the pro there goes that. Um little quick little update. Uh I did watch Impact this past Tuesday. Oh okay. Um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some news about that. So I guess now Scott Dumore has made it official. Um uh, Moose is Moose is now a recognized world champion. The TNA World, World Championship is now a recognized yeah. championship. Uh, he Reed. will face he will face Rich Swan on March the twelfth at Sacrifice. Unification or what? No, just for the Impact World Title. Okay, I'm- my bad. I'm. I take it back. It's Saturday, March thirteenth, mm. for the Impact World Title. All right, man. I'm at this point because it's like. And for, every, and, and, for, and for everyone's sake, um, now granted, this is not a pay-per-view per se. This is one of their like Impact Plus events that okay. likely has already been taped. Now, this is what I like. Okay, hear me out. This is what I appreciate 
about pro wrestling during a pandemic. Hear me out, okay? Okay. Back in the day, Impact Wrestling would tape all these shows, right, in advance. And they, st- and they still do, right? And you have fans in the building, right? And a lot of these websites, whether it's Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, hell, even old school, even NXT back when it was only an hour show on the network, right? Yeah. They would leak out spoilers. Right? So you would go on, like, let's say, Joe Schmo web, uh, Pro Wrestling.com, or you would go on mm-hmm. uh, Nerds with Little Dicks.com, Pro Wrestling Report, right? Yeah. Or what have you. You kind of get the idea, right? I get, uh, I get. Dor- yeah. Dorks R Us, Pro Wrestling Report uh, News.com, right? You would go on these sites and you would see spoilers for Impact Wrestling, such, such date, through such, such date. Spoilers for NXT, you kind of get the idea. And you would click on it and you would see all these spoilers, right? And you would have all these dorky YouTubers, like, for whatever reason, like, upload spoilers and shit. Like, but you kind of get the idea. But this pandemic, and because there's no fans allowed in the building, except if you're AEW Mm -hmm. or New Japan for that matter, you don't hear about that no more. So, this is a match that already happened, but I don't know the outcome. None yeah, of nobody us knew about. Nobody knew the outcome of um, Kenta versus Kenta Moxley. Versus, yeah, right. So and I can appre- so I can appreciate that. That's one thing I'll appreciate about this pandemic version of pro wrestling, if you will. This is so when it comes to Moose versus uh, Rich Swan. Yes, the match already happened, Blakely. But if I can just, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that. I'm hoping here that Moose gets the belt out of Rich Swan. Um, I like I'm. I want to say yeah and agree with you on that. It's about damn time. But I feel like the only way Rich, the only reason Rich Swan would retain is if this is going to lead to unify the two belts. I would think. Here's the thing about it though. If you're Rich Swan, what do you get out of being the TNA World Heavyweight Champion? Just knowing that, like, now, I mean, now yeah. it's a legit, legitimized belt again. So, so it's just like saying, so, oh, I pinned I pinned a so, world champ, and now so put, I could be a double. So put it this way. Uh, the main event of Impact, it was Moose versus uh, Jake something. The, the former, oh, yeah, cousin the, Jake. The, the former boyfriend of, uh, of Ruby Riot, And it was a tables match. Uh, not bad. It was a hardcore match, right? I think it was. Yeah. For the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. And Moose won. After the match, um, you see Moose still attacking Jake. And then Al Cambridge won. They brawled. And that's how they closed the show. Okay. So there's that. I mean, that's the, kind of the, the big news that came out of this, this episode of Impact. For mm-hmm. my, in my opinion, of course. Um, so there's that. And yeah, I mean, anything else? Oh, a little quick little thing here. Apparently, Tony Khan. There's an issue. So ter- apparently today... On Bleacher Report, they were going to stream, I guess, the semifinals of the um, women's tournament. Right? Yeah. So, Tony Khan, there's, apparently there's an issue with Bleacher Report. So, this is what Tony Khan had to say. Now, Grant, I didn't watch it. I might watch it later today. I don't know. This is what Tony Khan said on Twitter. And, quote, I'm sorry. People okay. had issues. Uh, Bleacher Report's international stream. I was promised multiple times 
by our partner that the Eliminator matches would stream in real time for free for all international fans. Since that's not the case, I've just put the matches up for free on YouTube. I don't care. I'm sorry. You're not the only one, brother. Listen, I'm going to be honest here. You're not the only one. Uh, If I can be honest, too, it's Mm. only one match. And I'm going to say this now. And I know that. um, And I know uh, it's coming up Friday. But I'm going to say this right now. There's only one. And I know Chase said this as well today on his stream. There's only one thing I care about on the pay-per-view. That's the barbed wire match. Yeah, like uh, just for no. the visual, just for the visual, just visual for the alone. Vis- there's that in the ladder match. I love a good ladder match. I'm not gonna lie about that. Let's hope so. So there's that. I mean, whatever. So I remember how I mentioned earlier about the NWA. Mm-hmm. So it's reported that they recently removed all their videos from their YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. It was they learned that the videos, uh, that the videos were removed because of a new distribution deal that should be announced okay. soon. NWA content will be available through the new their new partner. Uh, it mm-hmm. was, t- and they were told not to specify who the new partner is, uh, mm-hmm. but they were able to confirm that it's not WWE or AEW. The deal will add more revenue, new revenue for the company, which is more than they're they were making from ads on their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I saw something about uh, some type of working relation between New Japan and CML, CMLL. That, they've been doing that for years, dude. They've been working together for years. Oh, okay, there was. I saw some type of post about that. Other than that, um, well, I guess we, since we're not doing another show till Friday next Friday, we might as well give our predictions of the two main matches for next Wednesday. Well, uh, three. Well, uh, there's the Shaq match I against think Cody. I think there's going to be a no contest. I think Big Show, I'm sorry, Paul White comes out and. Koshak? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the two Dusty Cup winners uh, get their title shots on Wednesday on NXT. Um, I don't see a title change happening. Maybe for the Grizzly, may, maybe for the men, but I don't see anything for the women, to be honest. I don't either because they already, like, they're already putting Naomi and Lana in a position for the tag title shot. Yeah. So. So there's that. Uh, also, a quick little break of news here, real quick. So mm-hmm. there was a independent show last night uh, in Georgia, and it okay. looked like former WWE star Big Cass, now known as Kazakhstan. Oh yeah, yeah. Made yeah. his return to professional wrestling after a lengthy hiatus uh, last night for Laredo, Laredo Pro Wrestling. This was his first appearance since late 2019. Kaz mm-hmm. notably looks like he is in the best shape of his life. He showed up to help former tag team partner Enzo Amore, now known as Enzo NZO, uh, who mm-hmm. was getting it was getting beat down. Enzo recently said that Cass uh, took time off from wrestling to seek professional help to address his personal issues, which peaked in 2019 when he left the pro wrestling scene. Impact star Doc Gallows was in the was at the event and posted a video to Twitter, which sparked a which sparked a a myriad of, re, of fans' reactions, mostly positive online. Um, it's yeah, he looks ripped. Um, 
Uh, let me say this. I think it's crazy how if you watch the video, mm-hmm. bro, there's no one wearing a mask in the building. I don't like that. I mean, listen, bro. I I want to believe they they were vaccinated. I don't know. It's it's a possibility. Okay, For, okay. Uh, I got something. Someone. So, but I think did, real quick though. I think it's awesome that he got his life back together, and I hope he sticks uh-huh. it. Um, there's who knows. Maybe they can return it back. They can return back to WWE. Um, mm-hmm. maybe at AEW. Hell, even an Impact. Who the fuck knows? Time will tell. Okay, so someone, someone um, in some random group on Facebook posted this picture, and and they said this question: Since neither men is doing anything at the moment, should WWE consider reuniting Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake as a tag team? They're both on SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, why, why not? Why I guess not? so, but it's like people—the people even besides us—the people even remember there were NXT Tag Team Champions. I mean, if that's the case, you might as well bring back Alexa Bliss. Yeah, like it, but Alexa's like on that's, Raw. That's a after, yeah, that's a after draft after the Bray Wyatt crap has I to die. They used to date, yeah. you know. You know they, they used yeah. to be engaged, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I remember. Speaking that. of Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton on Raw apparently confessed that he got distracted by Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. And he then spit out black goo. So there's oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. and um, the, the Papa Shang type of thing. I, I guess um, I guess uh, not Tucker Otis. Otis is a heel now. I guess so. Yeah, he's a heel. Well, yeah, that uh, he splashed the hell out of Rey Mysterio. Yeah. So there's that. that. There was um, that. Uh, oh, okay. I got one one last question. So um. Because I keep seeing promotion for it. Are you going to try out Retromania when that comes out? Not really, dude. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me now that wants to get like a piece. I want to get a gaming laptop. Yeah. I'm in plans of that, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So there's that too. Um, what, like I want to get a PlayStation built into it? Some people get do a, that. I want to get a PS5 also. Okay. So I don't. I mean, I don't know. Listen, I, I, mostly the games that I play now is just FIFA, dude. Okay. I just play FIFA now, honestly. So I don't know. Anything's possible, right? Anything's okay. possible. But we'll okay. see. Uh, okay. I did have one last thing. Uh, one last last thing. So, okay. So I saw one a post. Thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So one. Um. I saw a post yesterday. People like I don't know if it was like an, from an article or just people just talking to talk. Thinking that the 2021 Money in the Bank winner should be Rhea Ripley and Cesaro. Just going off of the roster right now, what like like how people are are are, are like who would you want to win the two Money in the Banks? Well, I do hope they do this the thing they did last year in Stanford. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I want to see them do that again. I don't um, think they are because now they'll have crowds. Yeah, they might have crowds. I mean, who knows? Here's the thing about it. They're just doing WrestleMania with the crowd. Right. Likely after that is back to the Thunderdome, buddy. So we'll see what happens with that. No, we didn't uh, even have the Thunderdome. Now, granted, yeah. to be fair with you, here in New Jersey, mm-hmm. they just reopened the Prudential Center. Okay. At 10% capacity. They reopened Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. The Barclays Center got reopened again as well. The New York Knicks are having games with people in the building at 10% capacity. 
So are the Brooklyn Nets over at the Barclays Center. So it's a possibility. And again, with hospital with hospitalization, mm-hmm. with the positivity rate going down, right? It looks like we're getting shit back to normal. I know there's people there's people that are talking about this variant from yeah. like Africa or the UK that yeah, is apparently in America. But at the same time, to talk to Johnson and Johnson's vaccine got approved by the FDA. Yeah, and that's just a one dose shot, and you should be good to go. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's strong enough for this variant too. I don't know, dude. I just think okay, let's get through WrestleMania first, and then from there, let's see what happens with the crowd and all that stuff. No, I'm but just saying, look, like who? But okay, but if I could pick, I'm sorry. Yeah, we off topic there for a second. Okay. Um, I would say. As far as as far as uh, uh, two winners, yeah, I'll go Rhea for the women. I would go okay. with Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, the, uh, they gave mm, the Royal Rumbles to SmackDown this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll give it to Rhea. Why not? And I guess for the men, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, I'll, I'll try Cesaro. Okay. Okay. So you're, uh, you're gonna stick with that post. I, I okay. would go lose two. I would go lose two. What about you? I you're gonna call me crazy, but um, for the men, I'm gonna go John Morrison because I want to see that team split up. I it, it's time. John Morrison and the Miz gotta split up. And um, for the women, it. Only because she's making it work so well, and I think it would like it would be interesting. Billy Kay. Oh my God, no! I would take Billy Kay over Lana any day, and the reason I say Billy Kay is because they're, they're like one. The resume thing it's it's good comedy relief or some shit, but it's just like the story that's consistent with her is that like she wants to team with someone, nobody wants her. And so it's just like she's a consistent loner. And then, like, you put the one thing of power on the person that nobody wants. So now everybody has to give her attention to avoid her cashing in. Maybe so. Maybe possibly so. You know? Anyway, anyway, listen, we're going to wrap this up here now. It's getting late. It's about to be 1 in the morning where I'm at right now. And uh, I have work tomorrow. Okay. So. Again, reminder to everyone, we are going back live on Friday after SmackDown goes off the air. That's the plan. Okay. If things change, we'll keep you posted. But that's the goal. Friday after SmackDown go live. Probably an hour. Just an hour. That's it. Dang. Again, I have work the following morning at 4 a.m. Keep that's, that in mind, fair. right? So, food for thought, okay? So, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, we'll do the review of Revolution. So, again, I am doing a contest. I'm doing a contest. On Thursday, I'll post a tweet asking you guys in the tweet to post your predictions. The first person to get them all correct will win the prize. With that prize being uh, a free T-shirt, a free T-shirt on Shop AEW of your choosing, and all that stuff, and I'll ship it out to you and all that fun stuff. Okay, okay. that's how it's gonna work. All right. That being said, guys, thank you all for tuning in tonight. 
You can follow me on Twitter at Heel Steven. Also over at Instagram at Heel Steven. All right. You guys are awesome as always. If you are new to the channel, hit the subscribe button down below. We're almost at 2,000 subscribers. I'll go one step further. Once we hit 2,000, I'm going to do another giveaway also. At oh. 2,000 subscribers, I'm doing another giveaway. And see. Yeah, there you go with that also. All right. So there you go. Instagram, Twitter, at Steven. This will be available probably tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow night by the latest on all of the podcasting platforms. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm. Give us a five-star rating over at Apple Podcasts. It does help out the show there and all that fun stuff. Um, Dave Sack, I know now you have loved using Twitter. So let them know, bro. Where can they yeah. check you out now on Twitter? Uh, that would be at Dave Sack 5. Dave Sack uh, 5. I've seen you, bro. You've been tweeting out some stuff, bro. It's hilarious. I've been tweeting out funny stuff, crazy stuff, random stuff, man. It's just like if you if you want to get entertained, maybe maybe get a little triggered. You might get a little triggered with some of my opinions. But there you I, go with that. I, I speak my mind. Yeah. And um, I have to I'm, – I'm going to listen to that Solid Monsters interview yeah, yeah. As, as a beginner podcaster. So. Yeah, so there's that too. Um, so there's that also, guys. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. Um, again, we'll be back thir- be back this Friday and then Sunday for the review. Hopefully Sunday we get everybody again. We get Chase. We get Mike. Maybe Walter. We get Dave also and all that fun stuff. What I want to do, and this is why I want to get a gaming laptop, mm-hmm. I want to bring back the live calling feature. I want to do that again. Okay. And I can't do this with the Mac. I don't know why. I'm trying to figure that out. So there's that also. So with that being said, guys, thank you all for tuning in tonight. This has been, once again, another installment of Around the Point. He is I. He is Dave Sack. I am Steve. I'll play this music. I'll see you guys this Friday. Peace out, everyone. Peace out.